Welcome to Being Tired, a podcast about the human experience of chronic fatigue. This is a sharing podcast, which means I'll be talking about my personal everyday experiences, including tips, coping mechanisms, reflections and frustrations, and I'll be inviting you to share yours. everyone. So this week I want to talk about gratitude lists. I want to talk about gratitude as a concept, uh, but more specifically how to implement that concept into your experience of life practically. So for me, that's via gratitude lists. In terms of fatigue, it's something that's massively helped with my experience of fatigue. As we know, there's kind of the, the base level of fatigue itself. And then on top, there's your experience of it. Um, so anxiety, depression, frustration, tension, all these kind of exacerbating things that can just amplify the experience of fatigue into something really horrendous, take it to another level of unbearable than just the pu- the pure fatigue itself. One of my go- goals for these for this podcast was to help people who are just starting out their experience with fatigue and thinking of the things that I wish that I'd known and the vast swathes of reading and research that I've done over the years, the various books, articles, support groups online, NHS services, like self-care podcasts, fatigue specialists, there's all sorts of different sources throughout my quest to deal with fatigue because that's how I deal with stuff. Um, So I'd love to break down some of those things, centralize them for people that if you're not potentially not strong enough to self-advocate or just don't have the capacity to be doing loads of research um, at this kind of a time that you might not necessarily come across. So I, 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 I really would like to be helpful in that way. And gratitude lists sound so tiny, uh, but they've been really, really huge for me. And I, I found them quite early on. Well, not early on. But anyway, they've, they were really transformative for me. Um, so I'd love for you to really take note of this. Um, so I came across them when I was reading the WE book. <laughs> it's W-E. And I'm like, I don't know. Why don't I know how things are pronounced? I don't know if it's WE or like like we together, us, or if it's like the W.E. book. So I, whenever I'm talking about it, I do this whole spiel where I'm like, it's the we book. I don't don't know if it's W.E. book, but (laughs) so, but I'm just going to call it the we book. Um, But it's by the journalist Jennifer Nadel and Gillian Anderson. Um, And this was before her stint as the amazing Dr. Jean Milburn in Sex Education. Guys, if you haven't seen it yet, go and watch that show. Um, Like turn this podcast off immediately and go watch Sex Education. It's such a joy. It's like really, really beautiful representation of youth. And for me, like a really cool reimagining of what coming of age comedies could look like. Like diverse, full of communication and growth. And such like touching and and educational and important scenes of sex um, and identity and friendship. And it's really like anti-toxic masculinity in quite a gentle way. It's it's so, so good. I, (laughs) this podcast isn't about that, but it it could easily be. Um, It's so good. But anyway, so Gillian Anderson, um, who who you may know as Dr. Jean Milburn, if you aren't um, ER fans, not ER. Oh my God, what's the show? The (laughs) X-Files. My 90s brain. Um, Anyway, so she co-wrote this book as like a practical guide for women on living our best lives. 
and it's like so it's like a self self-help book but not lame um so the first exercise in there is gratitude lists something that I'd come across previously as a principle but not really done um and I've read since other methods, but this is just the one that I think is absolutely perfect. Um, so they introduce the, the practice and the principle in the book properly, um, talking about how gratitude can be an utterly mind-altering process. I'll let you search out the book. I'll put a link in the show notes um, and things. But basically, the process is very, very simple. Um, and the process is as follows. So at the end of the day, and this is key, I don't I don't know if they say to do it at the end of the day in this actually, but I, but I, I think it's really important. So at the end of the day, um, if you sit in a quiet space, close your eyes, take five deep breaths. And that's just to center yourself um, and to really like get yourself in the space where you're like, okay, I'm doing a gratitude thing now. Um, and then you essentially just write down 10 points. So you start right. So you write down today, I'm grateful for dot, dot, dot. And then you list your 10 points and you've got to do the today I'm grateful for because you've got to be direct to your subconscious like that. Otherwise, I think it, it filters down. Um, but yeah, and then you list 10 things that that you are grateful for that day. So for me, I take kind of a Marie Kondo spark joy attitude to what goes on the list. Um, anything that that comes. So you just kind of ref, for me, I just reflect and anything that pops out that sparks a little bit of joy. I'm like, yeah, I clearly am grateful for that. Um, and then you keep writing until you have 10 points. And it's the amount that I think that really helps because you have to stretch beyond the kind of obvious things. So you always, for me, I find that always the first few things is like my friends, my family, my job, whatever, just the kind of obvious things. Whereas when you've, and it's easy if you were to write like three a day. Um, I did a video cast about sexual health um, for Ilara Care, if, like last year, it was really fantastic. I have to search that out. Um, I don't know if they've released it yet, but hey, Jazz, if you have, um, I'll put a little link to it in the in the show notes as well. But I talked about it there. Um, we talked about the gra- gratitude as a, as a principle and as an exercise, and how actually doing. I think she said the host of it at the time said that she did gratitude in the begin at, in the morning to kind of set up her day, which is lovely. Um, and she was like, she does like three points. But for me, I know that for me, that would just be such a, it would end up being just like lip service, just like, cool, yeah, I'm grateful for my house and my health and my partner. Okay, anyway, you know, whereas I, th- I think <laughs> I think writing down 10 forces you to stretch out of the seemingly mundane, you know, kind of obvious things. And it so... Uh, and, and those are the things that I think really add the value to the gratitude list is the things that you end up writing that you realize that the seemingly mundane is actually where a lot of the wonderful things in life happen. So I know it sounds so awful. Like a lot of my gratitude list, there's at least three or four points that are like, I had a nice sandwich. Do you know, I loved that sandwich. That was brilliant. Awesome. Tick. <laughs> or like, ah, oh, I had this nice nail polish and I put that on earlier. It made me happy. Like, It's important to recognize those moments in a kind of, I don't know if you guys are into Studio Ghibli, but um, there's the thing about how Miyazaki uh, romanticizes the everyday things in life, like uh, tidying up or um, chopping food for cooking. And it's so important for mental health to realize that that is where a lot of happiness is um, and importance in your life. But yeah, anyway, so that's the process of the gratitude list. You sit down at the end of the day, you center yourself by breathing, and then you write down a list of 10 things that you're grateful for that day. Um, 
And that is it. It's very basic, very simple. Um, but it's so powerful for me. It's something that really, if I've let my mental health go a bit, if I'm feeling anxious and I, I know that the first port of call in the same way that like, you know, eating well or hydrating, you're like, right, I, I just, you know, you're not taking care of yourself. My first port of call in terms of my mental health is the gratitude list. And it is, they say in the book, actually, um, it's a direct quote, they say the picture of your life starts to change. And it's so true. Like it's the cumulative effect that, that when you're doing it regularly, it carries you through on really rough days. Um, I'm having a really rough day today, actually. I've had like a really nice um, week or so of feeling really um, energetic. And then yesterday I just felt so rough. Today I've woken up with some sort of, I always feel like I have the flu when I've got fatigue. I get like sniffly and things and I would panic. Oh, brilliant. I've got a cold um, or I've got coronavirus again. And you're like, oh, great. But it's like, it's, I don't know why it comes hand in hand with fatigue sometimes. But yeah, so today I'll struggle with a gratitude list because I'll do less, I'll feel crummier you know or just be like I hate this you know you don't have to, it's not toxic positivity you don't have to pretend that you love it like oh I'm grateful for the rest that I'm getting it's like no you're probably not but you will be grateful for you know your cat comes over gives you a little cuddle or you know I've got this really awesome plant that I'm staring at now it looks like an alien I really love it it makes me feel like weird things are really beautiful so <laughs> later on I'll write that down but yeah the, the the cumulative effect of the gratitude list is awesome I felt when I'm doing it really often and in, in when I first started experiencing fatigue it really helped with my mental health um, and I found myself and I find myself now with an overall kind of lighter sense of being and also noticing things that I wouldn't otherwise actually I become, I become like a really I when I'm in the gratitude kind of I've done it for a little while and I'm it's it's lightened me my load it's made me feel a bit bit lighter and brighter I become like a weird simpleton just like stopping in the street to look at some beautiful flowers on a tree <laughs> I'm like wow wow just like a stoner like everything looks actually really lo lovely <laughs> but it's not I know it sounds really lame the gratitude thing particularly if it's not the sort of thing that you're like into but embrace it dealing with fatigue is really challenging and you need to equip yourself don't let your ego or preconceived notions about silly hippy dippy stuff get in the way of doing important exercises for your mental health that will really really help your experience of fatigue So something that I haven't done, and we're on episode six of the podcast now, so it's a little bit ridiculous for me to suddenly remember to do this, but I would really, really love to hear from you all. Um, and whenever I do, I get really excited and it's so, it's so fantastic having that conversation and finding out all your thoughts and hearing from people after they've listened to a show and their feedback or their coping mechanisms and whether, whether or not things have resonated with them and I really, really love hearing that. And I'd love to share um, share more of that. Uh, but I realised that I haven't told you how to get a hold of me <laughs> on any of the podcasts. So anyone who's listening on Spotify or anything who's like, and I'm like, oh yeah, let me know what you think about that. And you're like, okay, no, but how though? <laughs> so <laughs> please, please, please come and follow on Instagram at beingtiredpod or on Twitter, also at Being Tired Pod. I'm mostly on Instagram, to be perfectly honest, because uh, Twitter just is, is not quite set it up properly yet. But yeah, come and grab a hold of me on, it's not like that, no, no physicality, um, on Instagram. 
I've had lots of feedback on the spoon theory, which has been really, really interesting. And I'd love to share that more. Um, but I thought I'd give you a chance to come and find me on Insta first. Um, cause that one resonated with loads of you. Um, there were people saying how relatable the kind of, uh, battery thing was and particularly, uh, about being really low on battery and then not really being able to stop yourself from like doing a really high intensity um, battery zapping kind of game, even though, you know, it'll wipe you out. You just can't stop yourself. Like, and then you're just left with no battery on the tube for 45 minutes with nothing to do. Cause you, you, you were like, I've got 9% battery. So I could, (laughs) I could just chill and make it last for a few hours, but I really want to play this one game for five minutes. Like, (laughs) and that's what, so honestly, that's what I found myself doing this week. I'm so tired today and it's because I really, really overexerted yesterday and the day before I just like didn't stop, didn't do any of my self-care stuff. I took, I didn't take any breaks (laughs) now I'm paying the price. So (laughs) do as I say, not as I do. But anyway, yeah, that's just me wanting to share, um, how to come and follow the podcast and how to get in touch. So come find us on Instagram at being tired pod. Hey, you guys, just a, I'm trying not to use gendered language. Hey, folks, Um, I just a sort of disclaimer at the end to say that I didn't release a podcast last week to support the Black Lives Matter movement. It just didn't feel right to be sharing any other content. And frankly, I wasn't really in the mood. Um, But I wanted to continue on this week. I absolutely support the Black Lives Matter movement and am an activist in many other ways, like outside of the podcast. Um, And I really, really do believe that the show must be paused. We must be amplifying black voices at this time. Um, But with healthcare in in mind, I did want to continue during this time. So I hope that nobody's finding that I'm being insensitive or minds me continuing to promote the podcast. I won't be doing so in any kind of a toxic positivity or ignoring it kind of a way, even though I will be ignoring it because it's not really the platform for me and my activism. Um, but I think we all have to continue with our own personal struggle. And I just wanted to put that out there. Um, that sounded really dismissive at the end and I didn't mean it to, I just mean that I am continuing on with the podcast with this fully in mind. And I hope that it's not being insensitive. Um, and I am supporting the Black Lives Matter movement in other, in other ways, in other kind of streams, my other Instagram accounts and stuff like that. I assure you, no matter how bloody tired I get, I will continue to fight to dismantle white supremacy in whatever way I can and encourage you to all do the same um, and not try and center ourselves throughout the movement, but we'll be continuing to take care of ourselves in regards to fatigue and chronic conditions.